Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Podcast. If you haven't figured out in the first two seconds, I'm kind of battling a cold right now, which is a little bit unfortunate, but uh, I can't let that keep me down because I have the phenomenal opportunity to be in the Republic of Korea again. So here I am at Osan Air Base, uh, speaking to the men and women of the 51st Fighter Wing and 7th Air Force, and just just really excited to, to, to be here. So did a did some immersions yesterday with some of the TACPs here and got to see the the evolution of what the TACPs have done here on the peninsula and in preparation uh, for how things have gone for the past 50 years and then also adjusting for how things are going on peninsula with uh, you, you know new peace talks between North and South Korea. So it's really amazing and getting to hear the briefs about uh, what's going on, how things have evolved, how they've adapted to uh, to hopefully. Uh, a new era of peace here on the pen, but at the same time, still still being prepared for whatever may happen uh, with any type of instability here in the region. So, uh, so really great time being here and, and and having fun with with two of my great friends, uh, Chief Master Sergeant Phil Hudson and Chief Master Sergeant Adam Vesey. Uh, Phil is the Seventh Air Force Command Chief, and he and I were neighbors at Joint Base McGuire Dix Lakehurst, and he really is. Uh, just an absolute expert in the area of good dudership. His Air Force knowledge, his understanding of airmen, and his love for the mission and the people who carry out the mission is is just really unmatched. So so really great getting to see him and and laugh with him. And then Adam Vesey, who's the 51st Fighter Wing Command Chief, uh, just an amazing friend of mine. I met him the day I got out of basic training. And throughout the past 24, almost 25 years, he and I have never been stationed together but so help me God, just just one of the people that I always look forward to seeing. He and I laugh all the time and just just tell tell great great jokes, um, have have great interactions, have phenomenal conversations, uh, great collaboration over, over the past few years. And it's funny because Adam is one of the the first five enlisted weapons school patch wearers, along with uh, my other uh, best friend that I've mentioned in, in the podcast, uh, Senior Master Sergeant David Bickle, and. You know, I am so thankful for my inner circle. Uh, truly thankful. The fact that, that I have, you know, Dave, or in this case, Phil and Adam, that I, I can talk to, that we can bounce ideas off each other. It's it's just really humbling. It's it's awe-inspiring. And a couple of podcasts ago, I, I talked about, uh, you know, motivation and inspiration. These guys don't motivate me. They absolutely 100% do inspire me uh, to make sure that I'm putting out good content in these podcasts, um, to make sure that... Uh, we have great conversations that we get the conversations right and that we can shape an environment for our teammates to not only survive but definitely thrive uh, to make sure that, that they can get the, the mission done. And so it ends up being great. And so had a couple talks yesterday. And so uh, some people have mentioned the podcast, which is just humbling beyond measure. Uh, absolutely love hearing that, lo- love seeing that. But um, what I thought about over the past few days, what I want to talk about today relatively briefly, I, I would hope, is, uh, again, just another practical understanding of expectations. And again, the way that I define expectations is kind of a three-part process because you first have to define what assumption is. Because I believe you, you have an assumption, everything starts at 100% assumption, and then you build into anticipation, and then from anticipation, you go to expectation. So the definition of assumption is the thought or belief that an act or event will occur based on limited levels of information and or limited levels of past experience. And then from that, once we get more experience, when we get more, more, more information, perhaps a little bit of different exposure to it, we're going to build to anticipation, which is the thought or belief that an act or event will occur based on varying levels of information and or varying 
levels of past experience. And then once we uh, work more with our anticipations, we get more information, we get more exposure, we have a greater understanding, perhaps an, an even evolved perspective for whatever we may be talking about, then we can finally get to expectation, which is the thought or belief that an act or event will occur based on credible levels of information and or credible levels of past experience. And I've, I've mentioned uh, di- different scenarios, whether I'm going to go out drinking with my friends on Friday night or whether we're going to have to deal with traffic in Washington, D.C. But what I kind of wanted to bring up here is who do you think is going to win Super Bowl? Is it going to be the Patriots? Is it going to be the Rams? And listen to people when they give you this answer. If you ask your your friends, your family, your, your teammates, uh, anyone around you who, who they think is going to win, they will say that, I think this is going to win. Or a lot of people would say, hey, I expect the Patriots to win or I expect the Rams to win. Or depending on like, you know, again, just just the, the, the different words. They may like, ah, well, you know, if you, maybe if you're not a football fan, but you know the Patriots have been in the news for the past 20 years as being a championship team. And we say, yeah, I, I just assume the Patriots are going to win because they always go to the Super Bowl. All right, yeah, I anticipate blah, blah, blah. So people use these words. But again, I, I think most most times when you ask somebody this this question, they're going to say, I think whoever's going to win. And so I'm not sure that's a, a distinct finite word. But I want you to understand the difference of expectations and how you would possibly use these three words with assumption, anticipation, expectation. You could assume, like I said, that, that the Patriots are going to win, like if you're not a football fan, but you've heard of Tom Brady because he's always on the news. You may not have heard of Jared Goff. Uh, you know, you may know some of the famous players on the Patriots compared to the relatively young team that, that the Rams are. And so without knowing much, you may just you know naturally assume that the Patriots are, are going to, to win. But now... If you have a little bit more information, a little bit more understanding, maybe you watch a little bit of football, you may anticipate who's going to win. You may anticipate that the Patriots are going to win because they're a perennial favorite. They're always in the playoffs in the past you know, decade. They've been in like more than half the Super Bowls, it seems, right? But then also at the same time, you look at the dominant season that the LA Rams had, you could easily anticipate that they're going to win based off their talent pool, based on how they performed this year. And they seem to be firing on all, on all cylinders. So you may anticipate them. But is anyone going to say that they expect the Rams to win? Or they expect the Patriots to win? Because that is more finite. And rarely do people say that. (coughs) Excuse me, had to cough. I'm trying to kick this cold, but absolutely painful to try and do so. But when you say expect, that's very distinct terminology. It's a very distinct phrase that people use in generic, random, everyday conversation. But in in this type of environment, they rarely say expect because I think people intuitively know that that is more of a finite type of word. Like, I think think the Rams are going to win or I hope the Rams are going to win or man, I'm really pulling for the Patriots. But but they're not saying that they expect and again, this, this is just a, another example of our understanding of expectations because understanding going into it, you know, so because as of, as of the, obviously the recording of this podcast, the Super Bowl is in, in the future. 
when you look to expectations in the past, that's where I use my four by two. When I talk about expectations in the present, if you're going to lead an expectation, that's where I go with the eight W's. But if we talk about an expectation going into the future, I default back to the definition and our understanding of those three words. Because an expectation for the future just allows you to sit back and ask yourself, do I really have an expectation? Or is it an assumption? Or at best, an anticipation? And that forces you to to look around and understand how much information and how much past experience you may or may not have when it comes to whatever topic we are talking about. And I think that understanding for the future is going to help curb frustration. Because there's a lot of people out there who say, well, if I just lower my expectations of everybody, then, you know, I'm, I'm never going to be upset. Or again, you know, we can uh, under-promise and, and over-deliver. I, I kind of like that last one, but again, it never, it doesn't give you a good measure of true capacity uh, for output for you or, or your teams. But again, just moving forward, just, just the understanding that that expectation is not a blanket term and understanding expectations in the future, just ask yourself, how much information do you have and how much past experience do you have in this scenario or with this topic? I think that's going to help you understand and shape what you can or can't do or should and shouldn't do as far as having or building or leading an expectation for, for the future. Because for me, I'm, I'm a, a, a fairly avid football fan. And uh, based off of some family requirements based on the passing of my friend Brett Carnathan and uh, all of his family back in the New England area and Boston area, I, I, I do, for them, root for the New England Patriots. So I follow them more than most. So could I personally anticipate that the Patriots are going to win? Quite possibly. Based on what I know, uh, based on their proven performance in, in clutch games, you know, so they've they've lost three Super Bowls in, in the past, you know, 16, 17 years, but they've won five. So, you know, they're, they're a little bit better than, than 50-50 as far as it goes in, in big games. But, you know, they can, they can really do a lot. They, they pulled it all together. Their comeback win uh, against uh, Seattle was huge. Their comeback win uh, against Atlanta was absolutely huge. So even if they get down, they are, are never out. But at the same time, you know, my understanding of the Rams is they had a great season. Now, I didn't follow them much. But I, I was very pleased with, with, with their performance. Their, their running game was absolutely amazing. Jared Goff did great things as well. So uh, very interesting to see and watch uh, some of this kind of play out in the days leading up to the Super Bowl as I sit back and I ask myself, who do I think is going to win? Do I assume somebody's going to win? Am I anticipating who's going to win? Or am I expecting anybody to win? And again, just this is just a, a, a quick scenario for you to think about your own internal understanding of an expectation. Because if you expect that one of these teams are going to win and you end up being wrong, that's going to be soul crushing. If you anticipate one of these teams is going to win and they don't win, then you're probably not hurt. Or if you know that you have a, an assumption for who's going to win, you probably understand the, the inherent ish that goes with it. And you're not going to be upset because I think you yourself would understand uh, what type of information you did or didn't have. So that's it. So that's that's today's uh, quick example and lesson in understanding of expectations. 
So uh, I'm going to get to do a couple different all calls here uh, and speak to the members of Osan Air Base. Uh, really excited about that. So hopefully we get some some good conversations, some good back and forth that I can uh, bring into a future podcast. And then Friday night, uh, have the just amazing honor in speaking at the Osan Air Base uh, Chiefs induction ceremony. And so to celebrate, uh, I believe it's going to be nine Air Force Chief Master Sergeant and two Army Sergeants Major. Uh, for their promotion uh, to E9, the highest in, enlisted rank in, in the U.S. military. So uh, really looking forward to celebrating with them, uh, really looking forward to being part of, of their ceremony and hopefully sharing some some words of wisdom or advice that is going to be meaningful to them in their career as they prepare to assume this this highest enlisted rank. So I appreciate your, your listenership. Uh, hope all is going well for you. Hope you're taking some time to get some of your own oxygen uh, that we keep talking about to make sure that you're putting on your oxygen mask first before you help somebody else. And that means make sure that you're doing what you can to be right with you. I hope you're making your minutes count. I hope you're spending your minutes uh, in a worthy endeavor and making sure that you're having time uh, to be with your family or do whatever restores your soul and makes you happy. Don't let life get in the way. Make sure that that you're doing the things that you need to do to make sure that, that you are happy and that you are fulfilled. I appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you next time on the Cape Lead Podcast. And this is Chachi reminding you yet again to educate, anticipate, and dominate. We'll talk to you soon.